Welcome to Catching Up With The Commands podcast. My name is Dan C., joined by my beautiful wife, Samsi. Hi, guys. This podcast is where we give our fresh perspective on all topics of life. We hope you guys enjoy the show. This week's episode is brought to you by Beauty and the Beard MI. From t-shirts to decals to seasonal hat drops, one's coming very soon, Beauty and the Beard is on Etsy with all of your beard-related merch for both men and women. Beauty and the Beard is actually Sam's own shop, and she is giving our listeners 20% off everything this week with code PODCAST20 at checkout. Again, that's Beauty and the Beard MI on Etsy. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about how to not let people live rent-free in your head. And you guys actually voted on this topic. We have an Instagram account, same name, Catching Up With The Commands. And every Monday, we will have a poll on the Instagram stories where we give three to four options of topics for the following week. And we will cover the one that wins voted on by you guys. And this week, you guys really, this was kind of a dominating win <laughs> yeah, on the poll. And you guys really wanted to hear our perspective on the take of not letting people live rent-free in your head. And to kind of kick it off, if you guys don't understand that saying, essentially it comes from the concept of having conflict, mainly online conflict, with somebody usually that you don't know, and their thoughts in a negative way start to creep into your daily life. When you're getting ready, when you're interacting with your family, you just can't get these thoughts out of your head about this person that's making you so mad and you're right into this conflict. So we're going to share some stories today. We're going to have some perspective, maybe some thoughts and advice. And really, we want to hear from you guys as well. We will have an after show post on that same Instagram account where you guys can continue this feedback. So just something to keep in mind. I am so fucking happy that we're doing this topic because I have the best story that just <laughs> happened to me. The, the timing is perfect <laughs> here. Really is. And some of you have heard little appetizers <laughs> of this. If you follow the Instagram, you'll see more of oh, that. Gosh. So, hey, let's go ahead and get right into okay. it. Okay. So, I, I made myself bullet points because this is a long story. And I wanted to make sure to get everything down. So we live in a subdivision, we have a HOA, and we live next to a school. Our main road drives right by that school, and people park there to pick their kids up from school instead of waiting in the big long line that goes through the school's parking lot. Last year, there was it was just a clusterfuck. There were so many people parked on our road, on our main road, we couldn't get out. There were kids running back and forth, left and right, running out in front of cars. No one could get through. And, like, it, we live in a private subdivision. Mm -hmm. It's not like a, like a what do you call it, like a pass-through yeah, or through road. Exactly. So we maintain all of our own things. We ended up putting signs up on the light poles last year that said no parking. That didn't do anything. It was really annoying, but we weren't, like, part of the Facebook group or talked to anybody really, so... That it, I mean, it didn't get resolved last year. This year, they ended up putting in, like, what do you even call those? Those, like, yard signs? Yeah, you guys know when there's, like, political elections yes. that are going on and yes. people get them and they just have the little metal <laughs> stakes that go inside. It's plastic. That's what they got. Yeah, so they put up signs, like, everywhere along that road. And it was like, please don't park on this road to pick up or drop off your kids. Yep. So I see these and I'm like, cool, cool. We're getting we're getting a head start yeah. on the situation because 
from my perspective, I was like, everybody must be annoyed by this. And this is all we have heard or seen. We have not gotten a letter. Right. We have not gotten an email. We just know that you're not supposed to park there. We've heard this yeah. from the school resource officers. We've heard this from everybody in the neighborhood. And then we saw all of these signs, not to mention the permanent no parking signs yep. that are there as well. And so we're like, oh, this is how it is. Awesome. Right. It's like the general like subdivision consensus was that we're trying to get these people not to pull in our private subdivision to drop or pick up their kids. And, and to kind of like shed light on that, too. We're not trying to say like, oh, we live in this private subdivision and stay out. It's not gated. It's not anything crazy. But it is at the same time we go to leave and pick up our kids. And it is, as Sam talked about, super congested yeah. and a major thing truly is safety. We had a kid, we saw jet out in front of cars and I saw a big truck have to slam on their brakes. That's scary. Yeah. That's dangerous. You really, there's so many cars. You cannot see kids walking and these parents don't have any sense oftentimes because they're walking in front of the car instead of behind the yep. car. They're jetting out without looking on both sides and the parents are just distracted to all heck and don't yeah. care one yeah, bit. Yeah, don't care. And these are middle schoolers. Keep that in mind too. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just want to put that, it, it really is a scene of chaos. It's not, it's not just something that's just little it, it was really really like how many cars would you say on this short stretch of road when we're looking at both sides um well so they like come and go but yeah. at least at all all times of like time. the pickup I feel like there are at least 10 cars I was gonna say 20 yeah. yeah at any given time I would say easily 10 on each side but like you said one will go one will come in and then it's there's no through road like Sam yeah. said so they're not going and continuing they're going doing illegal turns on the road yeah and they're like around. doing U-turns yeah. as we're trying to go yep. and get to our kids at the elementary school in time to pick them up yeah so I just want to make sure you yeah. guys have a clear picture this isn't us like complaining and whining and being <laughs> like it's our HOA we're, we're not even a fan of, of a lot oh, of this gosh. stuff but it's safety and it's just a wild time when we have to drive by every single yeah. day Okay, so also I did want to mention we've lived here for almost almost seven years. Yeah, or Jax over. Was yes, a, a little baby. Seven years. We don't like interact with our subdivision. Yeah. I literally just during this story got into their Facebook group. I went to this was when Dan was teaching. I went to one of the neighborhood party things yeah. with like bounce houses and stuff and I literally felt so freaking unwelcome nobody came like over to help me this was when Maddox and Jax were like really little mm -hmm. no one came over to like help me I was like dragging chairs no one talked to me so I was like I'm never going to that again so I drive by one day see all these cars parked out and I'm I must have been in a mood or something that day because I was pissed. I came home yeah. and I was like, Dan, I need you to text this police officer that you know and see what he can do about this. And then I didn't even have time. I didn't even give myself time to like get an answer from you. I ended up calling the non-emergent line at our township police department, talked to the nicest lady, explained <laughs> the whole situation. And she was like super concerned. And, and she wasn't like, oh, yeah, we've heard about this. Like, I know it's a problem. She was like, we'll get this taken care of. I'm going to talk to my sergeant and, you know, it's going to be fine and done. They shouldn't be doing that. And so then... I get on Facebook, which I literally just got yeah. this year solely for the purpose of you. Our kids have, what is that called? Messenger kids, yep. that app. So they can talk to their friends, but for whatever reason, 
the adult who runs it has to have a Facebook and Dan couldn't do it because he has his business channel on his Facebook. So I was like, okay, I'll just get this for that. I'm not on there like talking to people or anything, but I have it for that. And I was like, let me go on our HOA page because I knew that there was a group and I'm going to make a post about it just to, to let everybody know that I had called the township office, talked to this lady. I put the phone number in the message and everything explain the situation and then all hell literally broke loose and it was just a good intentions post it wasn't a complaining it wasn't a like call to action get the mob and get the pitchforks essentially sam was saying hey this is not safe we see the signs here people are breaking these rules if you would like to help uh, stick to these rules here are some things that we can do right i was like let's let's nip this in the bud yeah and get it taken care of before people think that this is an okay thing. Because it was the first week of school. It was the first week of school, yeah. And so then I have all these grown men and women who live in our subdivision coming at me. They're like, we have the right to pick up our kids anywhere we want. We pay these HOA dues. And literally just making me feel like absolute shit. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know, you can do like the little laugh emojis yeah. and they were like laughing at my post. One person literally said, I've been waiting for somebody to post this. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, I literally picture him being like this evil guy, like rubbing his hands together. Like, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And so I read all these. Well, you actually read some of them too, because you joined the group when yeah. I joined the group. Yep. You read some of them first, and you're like, I can't do this. Yeah. And so then I got on, and I read them, and I was like, fuck this group. I'm done. And keep in mind, we don't know a single no, person yeah. that's commenting on these. Like, the people that were being on negative, we've never met them. I've never seen them. I don't yep. know which house theirs right, is. Yeah. I literally have no concept. No so clue. It's the whole concept of this video in, or this podcast is why I don't do these things. Yeah. And so this is be important. <laughs> so... Oh, gosh, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so you go on, you yeah. start reading these things, yeah. and, and we have a whole family day planned. We actually had one, our, our sons had made a bucket list for the summer of things they wanted to accomplish. And the last thing that we didn't accomplish was going bowling. Yeah. And so we wanted to take the whole family to this place called Round One. It's got arcade games and bowling. And so this is all kind of unfolding right before we go to leave yep. and on the way. And... It just consumed her, just yeah. consumed her. And it's just starting. Like the, the bad comments are just beginning on the way there. And then as we get closer, the comments get worse and worse. Yeah. And so I was on there reading these comments. And of course, like, I'm going to stick up for myself. This guy was like, I bet the original poster, like, didn't even say my name or anything. Like, yeah. I've never posted on this group before either. And so he's like, I bet the original poster is going to take this down because we're not agreeing with her. And I was like, you know fucking what? I'm going to leave this up. And I so I commented that. And then he continuously went off telling me essentially how I was wrong, how I'm stupid for not understanding this and how they have all these rights of living in the subdivision and all of this. And so... (laughs) So I was just so put off again because I had that original bad experience going to this party thing with these people that I didn't know. I still don't know any of these people's names. Yeah. And no one took the time to explain anything to me 
about the people that were parking there. I was like, I didn't fucking know that it was people who live in our subdivision who are parking on this road. No one took the time to say like, hey, I know you're new here. I see that you have never posted here before. Number one, welcome to our fucking group. And And even with that, there were no signs or anything that say, Nobody, please don't park here unless you live in right, here. Please right. don't park here unless you you are part of the HOA. That didn't exist. We saw two different versions of signs that say, don't do this. The police officer that I was talking to said, yeah, that's always been a problem. Uh, essentially, we went to ticket people before, and this is after all these comments are rolling in, and we went to ticket people before, and the HOA essentially said, hey, I don't ticket people that live in here, and the police said, well, we can't ticket some and not the others, and then they kind of came to a mutual agreement of over the years of just parking on the side closest to the school so the kids didn't have to cross the road. Well, that wasn't happening, right. and, and again, there's nothing that's stating, hey, you can park here if you're in the HOA. So this was this was not out there whatsoever. So there was no information. There was nobody trying to help her understand their perspective. It was just attacks. Right. They just came in thinking that I knew all this. I'm like, listen, I don't have kids in middle school. I don't know you guys. I don't know what the situation is. And so I couldn't stop thinking about this. Mm-hmm. It was I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like that. It's not not my vibe. I'm not into it. I don't want to fight with people in person or online, but I was trying to be helpful and then somebody was rude to me. So of course I'm going to stick up for myself. And this guy, there was just one particular guy. I mean, there were several people who were all being like kind of rude about it, but there was this one particular guy who was just so inconsiderate. Well, and that's, that's putting it kindly. He was just being an immature punk loser. Right, like right. The, the only way to put it, if you read these things, you would say, is that a child? Like yeah. laugh emojis, trying to use like children, middle school type slang and talking like a bro. And again, it's online and he's talking to a woman that he's never met before. Right. And it was just, it, it had just the aura of a tough guy behind a keyboard that's typing all these things, smirking and smiling yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the privacy of his like man cave. Cause he's probably hiding from the the stressors of life <laughs> and, and so yeah it was it was just this guy was just so immature and child that was the only thing I yeah. took away was how childish yeah. he was and so as we're bowling and I'm I'm stewing on this I had to say like in my head I'm like stop thinking about this interaction stop like mm-hmm. and so that's where we get to this topic of people living rent free in your head when you don't want them to and so we finished our bowling stuff and I ended up deleting the Facebook app as we're like sitting there yeah. at bowling. And I'm like, stop thinking about it. Like have a good time with your kids did. And then the next day I was in, I think I was in Walmart or something. I could not fucking stop thinking about this situation. And mm-hmm. so I text Dan, I was just so mad. I was like, I need help. You have this shit happen to you all the time. Idiots are out there left and right on YouTube and Instagram and stuff. I was like, what? What what do I do? Yeah. What do I do in this situation? Yep, and, and there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm going to share perspective on this because I know some of you are already spinning your thoughts and guys are listening and thinking about what you would do in this situation. I just want you to hear us out and hear this with an open mind because essentially what I told Sam right away, and this was immediate before any of the rest of this story, I said, Sam, all of this crap has nothing to do with you, has nothing to do with your post. 
These people are going through something in their own life and they're just lashing out and it's just from insecurities. It's bad from bad relationships, bad jobs, bad life situations, and they just take it out on the easiest thing possible, which is a Facebook post. And, and I think that's important to understand as we kind of get to the end of this story and then we'll share kind of perspective and advice and feedback here. So with that said, Sam and I talked, we, we calmed it down. I, I wasn't going on. I wasn't commenting. I wasn't going and messaging anybody. I was letting Sam kind of go through it and, and work herself. I've always said Sam's a big girl. She can handle herself. <laughs> I never once tell her what to do. I yep. never tell her she can't do things. She can do and say whatever the heck she wants <laughs> that I, I trust her fully, just like she does with me. So Sam, from there, we talk, you mm-hmm. kind of calm down. Yep. You don't have the Facebook app, right? but we are going on and trying to make your profile private. Yes. And that's what we're figuring out all the settings. And then what did you notice as you were trying to make the profile private? So I'm on there trying to figure this out because Facebook is so friggin' confusing. It's for horrible. Me. The it's settings so, and is stuff. Is it confusing for it's you too? Like horrific. it's not just somebody who hasn't had it since high school. <laughs> so when, when Sam said that the messenger kids, I didn't sign up and stuff because I have my business attached to my page. Yeah. Because if you tinker with anything, it messes up everything. Oh. It's it's an atrocious clunky tons of clicks things and so I had her phone I was trying to figure it out (laughs) and then we're also trying to bowl and and, and we're getting all this stuff and so eventually Sam is going through to change her privacies and then she noticed she had a message yeah so I think it was like a couple days later like he he had time to like sit there and think about it and he was like oh man I was a dick maybe 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 I guess yeah so we'll we'll talk about what the message was and then maybe some possible things that could have led to it. So he did end up apologizing. And like you said, he was like, you caught me at a bad time. I was dealing with all these different stresses. And at that time, he sent me this really big, long message. And it it did sound sincere. Yeah. He, like I said, he just said he was really stressed about the drop-off and stuff and just didn't want his kids, like, because people were, like, honking. And I guess people were, like, filming these people to, like, I don't know, maybe give, like, license plate and, numbers and or something like that. And I want to know like that, that situation. Was somebody walking by? Right, and, right. And or we, did somebody just have their phone up? Yeah, like, right. Were they texting? And I, I will know. say, too, so our neighborhood is split into two parts. The very first part, the where all this is happening, is in front of the condos. And the condos aren't actually a part of our HOA. Yeah. They have their own separate HOA, and it's, generally speaking, elderly people. Mm-hmm. And they might not be the most upbeat, and they <laughs> might not want to see 30 cars that are in front of their condo. So all I can envision is, like, some grandma walking by, like, I'm filming you guys. <laughs> and so I want to know what that situation was like. And, and he did say, too, even outside of that, it was like, you caught me at the end of a long week yeah. and a bad day yeah. and all this stuff. And so it was And I said to Sam, like, days before this, I said, Sam, it doesn't have anything to do with you. This guy's going through something, and this just happened to be his outlet. Yeah. And that's why I come to you. You have this (laughs) shit happen to you all the time. All the time. And so I accepted his apology, but I did. Dan was like, you know, like, if someone comes to you and apologizes, you shouldn't go back at them and say, like, well, you did this wrong, and you did this, and you did this. And I so badly wanted to because I wanted to make him feel bad for saying those things to me but I did I thought it out you know I took half a day and thought about my response and in the end I just kind of told him that I accepted his apology but I did tell him how the whole how I perceived the whole situation 
and that I had no plans on joining the HOA group again because I was, I just felt so unwelcome in that group. Cause then like nobody even messaged me after. Right. No one even was like, I agree with you, but I don't want to post anything because these guys are jerks right. or anything like, and then, or the HOA president, which I'm pretty sure commented on the whole post to begin with. Yeah. But I feel like he should have been like, Hey, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I see you know, that you're well, new here or whatever. Can we address where the signs came from? Can we right, address right. where all of this, right. who did that from the HOA? And why aren't you speaking up and saying, we hear all your guys' feedback and we understand that you're, but this is the rules. This is why we have these signs. Like none of that happened. Yeah. Well, okay. But I did end up because I had to get onto Facebook to do something with the kids account. And of course, like the notifications yeah. pop up and stuff. And I ended up clicking on it because it was in the browser and not the app that I had deleted. And I guess there was like a select amount of families in the subdivision that went in together to buy these signs. Oh. And I don't know if, so they didn't use like HOA money for them. It was okay. like people using their own money. Okay. But it just seems like such a weird thing to do. Like, did the HOA approve that? Right. Or did they just go out there and say, I'm putting these signs up? You know right. what I mean? Right, right. I don't know. The whole thing was just so it was so weird because that's like my first confrontation in yeah. a long time. Right. And, and this guy had things, too, that were pretty bad, like saying uh, parking here is not illegal. I can't be ticketed. That's not true. I have text messages from the police officer that says if the HOA wants these people ticketed or trespass, they will be. And you just got to get your HOA on board to do that. And then he's like, if anything's illegal, it's you harassing me with posts <laughs> like this and with people videoing and, and safety. That's illegal. And just obviously ridiculous if yeah. somebody wants to if this road is public for people to use if, which is their argument yeah it's public to film as well right the first oh, amendment oh i didn't yeah, think about that no the first amendment <laughs> is a pretty strong thing you you have zero rights of assumed privacy in in public and so if your argument is this is a public road i can park here anybody can park here then you can also be filmed there so just something uh, to keep in mind with so that. in the end you know i accepted his apology but i say this all the time Forgive, yep. but never forget. Correct. We never forget. And I'm working on the forgiving part. That's not something that's <laughs> always been a strong suit in my life. I am quick to cut people out of my oh, life. Oh, yeah. I very, think we, very we both are. Yeah. I mean, you can see it as far as my biological father goes. Yeah, very, <laughs> very, very quick to cut people out of my life. And that's that's evolved because you, you weren't always like that. No, you, no. And had hold on to toxic friends and yeah, toxic yeah. situations. And so I, I'm just quick to, to cut them out. And so, yeah, we, we definitely, this will never be forgotten. That yeah. is for yeah, sure. For sure. I'm for definitely not going to be friends with this guy. Right. Sure. And that's the other thing is if on that situation, right, is this a good time for me to get into yeah. talking about yeah, some thoughts and processes here? And that's pretty much where it's at, guys. Nothing else has happened. We haven't heard anything really. And we're not on the Facebook group. We're just not involved. Yeah. And my thought here, as we kind of get into the, to wrapping this up as far as like the story and the advice is I really, really, really hone in on valuing what actually matters. And I think way too many people get caught up in things in life every single day that don't matter. And when you do that, you start to bring negative value to your life that isn't matched with any outcome. Life is about risk and reward. Having an argument on Facebook, the risk versus reward there is very, very lopsided. The The risk on the negative side is, let's say at the least amount, it's occupying your, your 
mental space rent-free in somebody's living on your head. And then we can go even farther on what an online conflict can get into in a second here. What's the upside? What's the benefit? That you get to high five your friend or your wife or your somebody in your right. house and say, like, "Got him!" Haha, <laughs> you see this little rebuttal, <laughs> got him, and you feel good for a little bit, but deep down you actually feel like crap because <laughs> you know that's immature and stuff. So, the, the really valuing what matters in your life is so unbelievably important. And once you start to do that and you start to realize, like, why am I putting value on these things that society is telling me is important, but in my day to day it's not actually right. important, and start shaking off these like parameters that are set on us that I didn't have a say in, I didn't agree to. And so that's a huge, huge thing for me that I always repeat is value what really matters in life. And something else that that really stuck with me is I know that for whatever reason, Facebook has become that kind of like battleground of conflict. What is it about Facebook? There's got to be something to it. They must have figured out an algorithm that when people are angry, they stay on longer, they interact more. That's disgusting. But think about Facebook, right? Think about the last two months of Facebook. How many times had you logged on? I have no idea. You probably logged on more in that two-day period and looked at Facebook comments Uh, than you did in the previous two months combined. That's that's definitely accurate. So Facebook knows that. Wow, Sam, this person never gets on. She gets into a fight and argument. She's on every 10 minutes. We need to promote this more. And so I think that happens because when I get on Instagram, I don't have that same feel. Yeah, not at all. I don't see those same things. And so there's something that's catering towards that. So keep that in mind. And I know a lot of people would hear the situation. and, And there's guys listening right now. They're like, oh, if that was my <laughs> wife, you know, if that if that was my wife, I would have handled it a lot differently, Dan. And I understand that. I understand the thought process of stick up for your family, stick up for your wife. This is a man talking to a woman. That's never going to happen. Here's my thought process on this. As I already stated, Sam's a big girl. She can handle herself. She can choose her words. I did not tell her one thing in the situation of what not to say. I didn't tell her you need to say this. She can handle that. Outside of that, I don't know this guy. I've never met him before. I don't know who he is, don't know where his house is. I promise I will meet him eventually. And through all my experiences I've had, that energy that that person has online, especially when they're in a dark place, never, ever carries over in person. Yeah. And, and I said this on a live stream too, and this is not in like a tough way. This guy doesn't know me. I mean, he may have went to her page and clicked and saw married and then clicked, but he can't really fully see like, oh, wow, this dude's 6'3", 225 right? That's bigger than most people. He doesn't know that behind a keyboard. If he's standing next to me, it's not the same way. And so people would say, well, yeah, Dan, you're a big dude. You, you don't mind confrontation because I actually don't. I have have (laughs) zero problems. I've had many conversations in person. I've had many online and I don't enjoy any of them, but I never run away from them ever. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bow down and, and, and give into the situation, but I don't do things that are unnecessary. And the reason why is what would be my outcome? I can go on there and get in a shouting match and then my head is all messed up for days yeah. as well. And then we have two people that are <laughs> angry. And when you're angry in this stuff, it affects your day to day. Sam just couldn't possibly be all mentally in on the bowling experience while she's thinking about yeah. this. When your kids do something, you're quicker to lash out and have like a, a hostile approach to them yeah. because it's just on your mind. And so I, I don't want that. Now let's talk about another plan. All right, well, Dan, you should have been tough. You should have have stood up for your your wife's honor. Okay, I'm going to go find his house. I'm going to go knock on the door. There's a couple of outcomes that could happen. We could talk it out and shake hands. That's not going to happen, right? That's that's not (laughs) possible. Right, if you're going there for that reason. That's not possible. So what's another option? He comes out, I'm bigger than him, or even if I'm not, he's not tough, I beat him up. Well, he calls the police. His wife calls the police. I'm now arrested for assault. 
That is not legal in the state of Michigan. You cannot go and choose to fight somebody and especially go into their house. That would be very bad. So now I'm going to be in jail. Now I'm going to have fines. I'm probably going to beat him up pretty bad. And so the <laughs> charges are going to be even You're worse. you have to pay his medical yeah, bills. Yeah, and so it's like this thing that did not exist in my life prior to a, a Facebook comment has now greatly impacted my life. Yeah. What's another outcome? I go there. Maybe he is a guy who grew up in a judo uh, a judo gym and he is a uh, dojo excuse me a, <laughs> i was trying to think <laughs> yeah, of the word <laughs> a judo dojo and his dad was a judo master and he doesn't look tough but he can take anybody out and then i get beat up yeah now i'm hurt i have medical bills i look ridiculous with a black eye and stuff and again this didn't exist in my life what if i go there i am tougher than him i am bigger than him i do beat him up but he runs inside grabs a gun and shoots me yeah what if i'm highly injured what if i die yeah this stuff happens, and I pulled up a couple of articles that were just recently as well of situations like this. One of them was online, and this was in Chicago to be specific. Somebody had posted a, a Facebook picture of their outfit that day. Someone else commented in a mocking way about their shoes. Mm -hmm. That person was so offended, they went and found the person that commented about their shoes, and they shot and killed them. Yes. Over a Facebook comment about their shoes. That person's life is gone because of a Facebook comment. Yeah. There was another one where somebody was talking, made a comment rudely about somebody's son. They found him in a restaurant, shot and killed him in a restaurant. Oh, my gosh. And so these things happen. These things are actually real. And it's just simply not worth it. I did not message him. I did not comment. I did not go knock on his door. And my life is not impacted right now. He apologized. It's over. We're moving on. Yes. Hopefully there's a better solution moving forward. Yeah. If you were to ask me of the outcome of all these things, would you rather beat him up, get beaten up, get arrested, get shot, or work forward to try and come up with a better solution? I'm taking that last one. Yeah. That seems like a better impact on my life. You have like such a good, you think about these things, like- Fully through. Yeah. Me, I feel like I'm a very, like, in-the-moment person. Like, if somebody was, like, talking shit about our kids or something, I feel like instantly I go into, like, protective, like, mama bear situation. Yeah. Like, in person. But then that's a whole different yes. thing online, For too. sure. And even in person, there's a line, right? If somebody yeah. is threatening my family or I feel like anything's at risk or anything's in danger, I'm going to act. And, and we've been there before and had situations and altercations but if they're just saying something, if they're just commenting, you, you kind of read out the situation. And I like to relate it to road rage. Somebody cuts you off. We're already in a heightened sense of being when this road rage is going on. And then from there, you can flip them off. You can swear. You can cut them off. Right. You can do these things. Yeah. But again, what if they have the gun in the car? Right. You're not online. Road rage is not talking comments on Facebook, but it's so dang similar. You don't know them. Yep. You're not going to see them later. You didn't know them yesterday. So why let something like that impact the rest of your life? Yeah. And so you just got to think down the road on all these things and, and just understand that it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter. It isn't something that's actually valuable in your life. So before running to the like macho, I am man, I beat up other men, think about the course of action. And, and there's going to be people that'll say, listening right now, I hear you, Dan. Nope, I'm handling <laughs> it differently. And that's fine. And, and I will say, whenever there's, 
a meeting and this happens, I'm going to introduce myself. I will make sure he knows who I am. I'm not going to be all, uh, trying to have a confrontation. I'm not trying to, to fight. I'm not trying to do any of that. But he's going to realize there's a real person on the other side. Yeah, like, hi, I'm Dan Command. You fucked with my wife last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it really is. And, it, it, again, you just have to understand that there's real people. And, and that's one of the problems with these online confrontations yeah. is you remove the personal yes. side of it. Like I said, that energy never stays the same. Mm-mm. Ever, ever, ever stays the same. And so that's kind of a big deal when it's just something that's completely different online. Mm-hmm. And for me – we have the lucky perspective <laughs> of doing this for over five years. I, my career lives online. I have nasty comments every day. Oftentimes, it's just ridiculous, anonymous comments like, oh, you ugly. Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, like, obviously, I'm not going to argue back and forth. But then there's more personal ones. Yeah. And I've had a lot of experience myself. I have entire Instagram pages that have been created to try and troll me and take me down mm-hmm. anonymously. Mm-hmm. I have real people that have gone through different phases and periods where they try to tear me down and attack me on a literal daily basis over and over again throughout that day. Now, is that... When people come at you with these negative comments Mm -hmm. and stuff, like how long does that comment live in your head? Or is it like you're so used to this that you're like, no, fuck that person, and it's gone? So it's evolved. It's changed. At first, it used to really stay with me. It used to really like kind of haunt me. And my way of dealing with it was I would call it professional petty. And (laughs) I would make subtle posts and stories. I would never acknowledge them. I would never say their name because I didn't want to give them any notoriety that they did not get on their own. Mm -hmm. But I would take little shots at them and only they would know kind of deal. Over the years now, it is not even on my radar. I don't respond. I don't do a story. I don't do a post. I just let it go because it's all ridiculous. And the biggest thing I will say with this is it doesn't bother me because I always rest easy at night knowing that I've stayed true to my character. I've stayed true to my values mm-hmm. and to my transparency. Yeah. The, the only reason a lot of people get so defensive and they're so attacking is because they do have something in the closet. Yeah, they're that hiding they're something. They are hiding yeah. something, right? Whether it's that they had a bad day, whether it's that they know there is a law in this situation where you right, can't right. do they that. Right, right, they know they're yeah. wrong. Yeah, and so they, they're always coming back at it, and I don't have to worry about it. And so when the post, for example, when we're talking about living rent-free, I have people that have tried to, to uncover everything in my life. They've posted about the things we buy and how much money. Literally, somebody <laughs> would go online, and the things we would buy, like a new grill. I got a Blackstone. Love Blackstone grills. Yeah. They would post my picture and then they put a price tag up and then they would post our travel trailer and they'd put a price oh tag God. up and then they try to calculate and they're like, how did you make this money oh and all this stuff? And it's like the exact opposite of and these are men, right? Supposedly behind these accounts, the exact opposite of what a man should be. Yeah. A man should not be thinking about another man's pockets. A man should not For be real. Like, thinking about like, how they're making life. money. And then with the attacks, like trying to take money from our family, trying to take food yeah. off of our table, I've learned over the years, it just doesn't matter, Yeah. right? That guy online saying those hurtful things, it doesn't actually matter, right? right? He's not here. He's not talking to me. He's not talking to our family. And so I just rest easy knowing that, hey, I'm on that side of telling the truth. I'm on the side of being my transparent self. And so I just, they just don't phase me anymore. It just is one side or out the other. And I have that unique large sample size over the last five years. And uh, hundreds of thousands of comments and interactions. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel like I, I feel like people are inherently good. 
Uh, yeah, I do. I do. And so I feel like even if these people, like, for example, in that Facebook group post, like, people were getting behind other people, like, yeah, yeah get her, get Mob her, tell mentality. Her. Yeah. But then, like, it comes out and they're like, oh, like, I'm tired of this. Like, same for you. Like, yep. I'm tired of following this account that is just constantly, like, bashing yep. other people and stuff like that. And I say this over and over and over again. I just let it rest. Yeah. People are going to come back around. There's a quote that's really true. Misery loves company. Oh, yeah. And so when somebody's doing these attacking things, the only thing that they want is other people to join them. Yeah. And it was proven by that guy saying, oh, she's going to take this post yeah. down. And it's like, that's the literal, ha ha, gotcha kind of <laughs> statement that the misery wants. But that circus leaves town. Yeah. And when the circus leaves town, whoever is that cornerstone of that negativity is left by themselves. Right, exactly. And I have not, unless you can think of one, I've not had a situation online where people were so bad, I mean, so bad to me, so nasty, so aggressive, trying to hurt our family. I've not had a situation where they did not later come back and apologize or at least own it. Yeah, I mean, I think you're you're fully clear of any yeah, <laughs> any, yeah. any conflicts yep. or situations right now. I don't have <laughs> any, and, and I've never tried to participate in it or add in it, but I've had people come back and say, hey, man, I'm real sorry. I was at a bad point in my life. I realized my testosterone levels were low. Oh. I had another person that said, hey, man, I was going through some stuff, and I was emotional. I was wrong. I shouldn't have said those things. They always come back. Yeah. And the story would be very different. If I was on the counterattack, yeah. if I was going and saying this person's stupid, this person's dumb, because then their ego is not going to let them come back and make it right. Mm -hmm. So I think as long as you just stick to yourself and stick to what's right, because Sam is not embarrassed by that post. Yeah. You're not no, ashamed not by it. You, no. you, you felt it. I, like, I thought it was so nice yes. and helpful. Yes. And I like when I logged on to see like all those nasty comments, I was like, hold the fuck up. What is going on? Yeah. Like, did I post like a nude picture or something? Right. Like, what is happening? Right. And weeks later, I promise you, almost all those people are embarrassed by what yeah. they said and how they handled it. And I hope they are. And, and how they, they talk. Like, this is for middle school pickup. I taught middle school for 12 years. Middle schoolers behave better than that. <laughs> and so that's a big thing, too, is, is and it was kind of when Sam was talking about the apology. Don't throw mud on it. Don't make them feel worse. If they're apologizing and what they're telling you, they feel 10 times worse on the inside. Yeah. So you don't have to just keep burying them. Accept the apology. Move on. Don't forget. Yeah. Never forget there. You can forgive them, but always keep that in the back of your mind that they showed you their true colors. Hopefully they change and get better. And we did say that in this situation mm -hmm. too. Even this is not podcast. We're like, hopefully he did realize and hopefully he yeah. is better because yeah. of this because – there, there is a lot there. And again, what if I messaged, what if I got in this big online argument with him and I'm a uh, tough guy versus tough guy behind a keyboard and stuff. It wouldn't have ended in a positive way. Yeah, I agree. There's just, yeah, just no way possible there. Yeah. So I, I'm, I feel good about this situation now that it's over and done with. And I hope that he learned something about the way to treat people in situations and that he has never met before. Mm -hmm. And so I'm good. I'm good. It's not, it's no longer living rent free in my head. Perfect. Yeah. And, and speaking of no longer living rent free with this topic, kind of being a general topic, I do want to say, I think there are positive situations of letting people live in your head yeah, and staying definitely. on your mind. Yeah. And I had kind of a quote that, that really stuck with me is I do have people that live rent free in my brain. 
But the free is almost something I can kind of like mold and, and move because if they're living in my brain, you better be paying rent. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's good. And so for me, yep, for me, I understand like I don't want those negative thoughts taken away and, and kind of going down. And I just simply said, if you're going to be in my head, you better be paying rent. <laughs> if I'm thinking about you in the morning, if I'm thinking about you while I'm working, it better be in a positive way. So I do think having people living in your head can be a great thing. Just be very selective of who you allow to be there. Yeah, they have to add some sort of value to your life. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then ta-ta. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so overall, teacher, <laughs> to yep. summarize, for myself and the listeners, because I really just, I struggle so hard with this. I don't, like I said, I don't get into a lot of, like, confrontational, like, debates or anything like that with people, but when I do it usually stays with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. So essentially just don't let people who don't matter in your life worry you. Yeah, straight up. Basic. It's just <laughs> not worth it. Yeah. If they didn't matter before this, don't let them matter after this. And it's huge. Yep. Absolutely huge there. So we would just simply like to say thanks for listening today. Check out our Instagram page for updates. We will also be posting after show discussion, as mentioned, where you guys can share your stories. You can share your perspective, how you would have handled it, and just continue what we're doing here over on that Instagram at catching up with the commands. And for this, we'd like to say, please make sure you go on on Monday and vote for next week's topic. We literally don't know what we're going to talk about next yeah. week. We don't have anything recorded. <laughs> this stuff is real time voted on by you guys. And we just want to say thank you for the support. We don't know podcast numbers and what's good <laughs> or what's not. We are blown away by the downloads and the shares and the comments. It's been such a positive, exciting thing in our life. Such amazing feedback. People liking, like people like, our podcast, yeah. like hearing us talk about things. That still, it blows my mind. And this is just a glimpse in our lives. We talk about these things all day, every day. It's just an absolutely open, constant dialogue about our perspective on everything. Right. These, these are our actual conversations. Mm -hmm. When we go on long car rides and stuff, this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Yeah. And that was like the whole reason we wanted to start yep. that was just to share our views on it. Absolutely. And we're not saying we're right. We're not saying <laughs> anybody's wrong. This is just our take and it's working for us pretty yeah. well. So with that said, you guys, thank you one more time for watching. We'll hopefully catch you over on the Instagram page and I'm going to get out of here and enjoy the rest of my day <laughs> with some positive thoughts in my head. All right. Ta-ta.